Hello, I'm Janet Davis, and welcome to Food Plus Freedom Podcast. Today is February 13th, 2024, episode 20. Getting rid of plastic from your home and homestead. Is it even possible? That's what we're going to explore. Remember, Food Plus Freedom is a solution-based podcast and website for freedom-loving people just like you, where you get solutions about food, supplies, and finding freedom for your family without always being dependent on big government, big business, or big agriculture. Please subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode. Plus, don't forget to visit our website at foodplusfreedom.com for more podcasts, podcast show notes, articles, and yes, we've got videos that went up this week. Plus, sign up for our free newsletter, which gives you more freedom information to your inbox every Tuesday, and you'll never miss what we are doing. Social media, we're on Twitter, Truth Social, at Food Plus Freedom, Rumble, Podbean, foodplusfreedom.podbean.com, Telegram, food underscore plus underscore freedom. And yes, we also have a YouTube channel at food plus freedom. Don't forget to say to the end for the tip of the day. Now on with the show. Yes, this is episode 20. Hmm, getting rid of plastic from your home and homestead. I do wonder this a lot, if it's even possible. I wonder quite often as I'm working around the homestead and the home itself, thinking, how can I get rid of more of the plastic? I've tried many times not to bring more plastic onto the homestead, reuse the plastic as many times as possible, and dispose of it responsibly. I suppose the easiest way to get rid of plastic in your world is to never bring plastic into your world in the first place. But sometimes that's easier said than done. I guess the first question is, why don't you want plastic in your environment? Let's start with the toxicity of plastic. It's all chemical and chemical compounds. It's completely man-made, and it doesn't ever disappear. If you throw it away, it ends up in a landfill or the ocean. If you burn it, the chemicals go into our air. We breathe it. And who knows if the chemicals ever go away. Anything you put into plastic is supposed to leach the plastic into it, and then you consume the chemicals. Some people say, as long as it's not hot, then it won't leach into what you're drinking or storing. Um, If you're using essential oils, the essential oils leach into the plastic bottles and leach back into your water or whatever you're drinking. So many questions about plastic and its safety and not very many answers. I've read and heard so many different things of plastic, its safety, how to use it, it's not funny. How much information is real, political, about convenience, and just unknown? It used to be that plastic would either get recycled or go to a recycle center, and it would be reused. Some states have outlawed plastic bags at the grocery stores and added a deposit on most plastic soda and water bottles. Does this help with plastic issues? I have no idea. Do you? How do you feel about using plastic? Is it something you want to eliminate from your life? Is it something you use because you feel you have no choice? Or do you just use plastic because it's convenient? And if you are using plastic but don't really want to 
Are you doing everything you can to reuse the plastic over and over again? The get rid of plastic out of my world has been a revisited situation year after year. Some years I've been much better than others about not bringing more plastic into the homestead. There are some plastics I've gotten rid of completely and others that seem to keep creeping back in. How do you get rid of plastic? The first thing you need to do is look at your environment and what you use plastic for. The second thing you need to do is evaluate what you can get rid of and never bring back. I think that's a key, not bringing things back. But if you haven't replaced what you're using plastic for with a viable option, it's really hard not to bring it back in. And then the other question is, is the alternative any better than using plastic? Look around and evaluate. Look at some, let's look at some examples. Livestock feeders. Let's talk cows. You can get a huge 55 gallon or larger metal feeder for several hundred dollars. They go up to more than $700 also, depending on how big they are. I've seen one up to $2,200. Kind of makes you cringe. But they're metal. They hold a lot of water. You can also get a molded plastic 55-gallon water for about half the cost. You have to decide which is going to last the longest and which one you can afford. But if you have cows, you have to have a water in order to feed them or rather water them. Let's talk chickens. Everything, well, almost everything, made for chickens from feeders to purchase brooders to waters are made of plastic. You're going to have to hunt for sturdy metal feeders and waters that are not made in China. We've personally gone to metal trays and metal bowls and rubber bowls for waters and feeders. I'm not sure the rubber bowls are any better than plastic, but they do not break in cold weather. On a side note, I am seeing more homestead products being not made in China. So this is a very good thing. We're coming a long way. Anyhow, back to plastic. <clears throat> there are many other places on the homestead where plastic makes me cringe and I am working towards getting rid of. We use reusable five-gallon plastic buckets for lots of things. Our extra water goes into plastic containers. The greenhouse is covered in plastic and the list goes on and on. I decided instead of becoming paralyzed about the plastic issue, I was going to become proactive. Our fodder system for the animals is made from metal trays, but the buckets are still plastic. I am looking to get this part of the homestead on plastic, if that is a word, as soon as possible. Finding what I am looking for in budget is taking time, but it will eventually happen. What about your home? There is so much plastic or the, or the availability to use plastic. It's incredible. Everything from plastic utensils for your kids to plastic bags, containers, wrapping, and much more. Things that used to come in glass jars now come in plastic containers like ketchup and mayo. We used to save our mayonnaise jars so that we could use them for canning and for food storage later on. Now everything is in plastic. It's enough to drive one crazy or at least be frustrated. During one of my I hate plastic modes a few years back, I went online to see what others were doing. I found a lady in New York City who had no plastic, none. She didn't even have plastic wrapping from anything at a store. 
I thought, wow, how cool is that? And how the heck did she do it? And on another side note, she went one step further and didn't have trash either. No cans, very little paper, etc. This is what she did. First, she only bought fresh food. Every few days, she'd go to the store and buy everything from bulk containers. From her pasta to loose carrots, she would bring her own bags and containers. And this would eliminate all the trash and plastic. I thought, how cool. But wait a minute. This meant if she had to go to the stores every couple days for food, she had no food in case something happened. Plus, she definitely didn't have animals to care for or means to store food for the animals or her for a future date. Something to think about. Today, there are plenty of places online where you can buy no plastic items. In my strive to get rid of some of my plastic items for good, I found five simple ways to dump some of the plastic I use. And here they are. Number one, get rid of plastic grocery bags. This has been a biggie. This has also been a very popular topic, but I want you to to look into using reusable bags instead. But look at what you're buying, because many of the reusable bags are also plastic. It's been a big push at our grocery stores. They're sitting at the end of the checkout, and you can buy these bags for $2, but they're still made out of plastic. And if you use the plastic bags they give you, well, they're not worth anything at all. They just break apart so you can't even reuse them. You can ask for paper bags. Yes. Most grocery stores still have paper bags. Some charge you five or 10 cents to buy them, but they're available. You can also bring your own bags or use canvas tote bags. But before you go spending money on good canvas bags, look around your house and see what you already have that can be used for grocery bags. Check your kids' rooms too. They've got stuff. Maybe you have other totes from the beach or backpacks or book bags. Look to see what you have in your own environment before you go and purchase something else because in reality, you're recycling what you're already using and then you don't have to spend any money and you don't have a lot more stuff either. If you're a sewer, you can make simple yet sturdy bags from leftover material or older clothes. If you don't sew, You can make grocery bags from old long-sleeved shirts. T-shirts work too. They just have more give when you put things into them. So I suggest using material that isn't stretchy. Just tie the bottom, or if you sew, sew it shut. Then knot the sleeves together to make a handle. Kind of easy. Number two, buy fresh fruits and vegetables individually or from the farmer's market. When you buy your fruits and vegetables in bulk, you don't get the plastic. A lot of times your produce are in plastic bags, the big bags of plastic apples, the big bags of plastic carrots, etc. Even if they're organic, one of our stores that I like to go to, they've decided everything needs to be in plastic. Now, if you like the idea of recycling, a lot of those bags that your food is in are recyclable flip them over, look at the number. But if your goal is to not have plastic, go buy the bulk stuff. Use non-plastic reusable bags to put your bulk items into. Just remember to weigh your produce without the bag or you'll be paying the grocery store for the weight of your bag as well.
Number three, depending on your area, number three may or may not be viable due to pandemic rules that were changed for bulk food. Anyhow, if you can buy from bulk bins and put them into your own glass jars, some stores near me still have the bulk bins. Others have gotten rid of them due to regulations. Those bins are really nice because there is no plastic involved. Again, you're putting stuff into your own reusable bags and containers. You may think, well, the bag weighs a little. Yes, but just like with the produce, you need to weigh whatever you're purchasing without the container. Find out from the store you go to if they'll allow you to zero the scale with an empty container on it, then fill the container. Weigh it and label it. The other area for bulk items is like toilet paper. Instead of buying a four pack, go buy a 16 pack. Yes, you're still getting plastic, but there's a lot less of it. Again, it's all about choices. Number four, dump your plastic storage bags and containers. This was a big one in our house. I never realized how many bags and plastic containers we actually used until I started taking everything plastic and getting rid of. The other side of the coin is that if you're looking to use glass, you'll notice a lot of the glass containers have plastic or rubber tops. You don't have an option on the tops, but it's better than all plastic. We still have plastic bags and plastic freezer bags, but we're using them up. And when they're gone, they're gone. So by doing this, you're going to save money by not buying more plastic bags. And you're going to save space because you're not storing any either. I also like to use canning jars and the screw on lids. I can reuse the lids that and the rings forever because I'm not actually canning with them. Sometimes I use new lids and rings. Sometimes I use older lids and rings. And you can get canning jars from two ounces all the way up to a half a gallon, plus you can find other jars that are, are like the old-fashioned canning jars that have the clip-down lids all the way up to gallon size. Number five, replace plastic wrap with wax paper or something else non-plastic. What do you use plastic wrap for anyhow? When I saw the container of plastic wrap that was sitting there, I was like, when was the last time I used this? And to be honest, I really hadn't remembered. You know, you wrap something up and you throw it in the fridge. Well, now you wrap it up in butcher paper or wax paper or something else that's non-plastic. And you've just gotten rid of another plastic. I wouldn't use aluminum foil, but that's another issue entirely. I have a bonus number six for you. Stop buying stuff in plastic containers. Even though many sauces, such as barbecue sauce, etc., come in plastic, many still come in glass. You have to choose a different size sometimes or a different company or better yet, learn to make it yourself. Yes, if you buy it, you're gonna need to read all the ingredients to make sure it's something you want to eat, something you want in your house, but you will get rid of more plastic. Where are you gonna find glass containers? Because they can be pricey. Look for them at garage sales, grocery stores, thrift markets, and any place you may think there are non-plastic containers. You'll be amazed at the different sizes and styles you can find to suit your needs at a very low cost. I hope some of these hints help. 
so that you can get rid of some of the plastics in your world. Depending on your level of not wanting plastic in your environment will depend on what actions you choose to take for your house and homestead. You'll find a huge cost savings by not buying plastic. Plus, less trash and recycling by not using the plastic containers. If you pay for trash, it means less money out of your pocket. If you don't pay for trash, it means less time running to the trash can or to the curb. So this week, I'd like you to pick one item that lowers your plastic consumptions and see how it goes. Let me know how it works in the comments or email me at support at foodplusfreedom.com and let me know how it's going to minimize plastic use in your house. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode and visit our website at foodplusfreedom.com. Remember, homesteading is a peace of mind, not a piece of land, and anyone can do it. Thank you for listening. This is Janet Davis from Food Plus Freedom. Now hang tight for the tip of the day. Here's a cooking chicken tip for you. Defrosting a chicken. What is the best way to defrost a chicken? Ideally, it's in the refrigerator in a bowl for about a day. This isn't always feasible. And a whole chicken takes a lot longer to defrost than parts because of the size and the density. If you don't have time to defrost in the refrigerator, then defrost your chicken in a bowl or sink in warm to cool water. Never use hot water for it can start cooking the chicken. And if there's any bacteria on it, it could actually make it multiply. If your room temperature is 75 degrees or lower, you can defrost it on the counter in a bowl with or without water. Either way, make sure your meat is covered so nothing can fly into it and keep checking the meat throughout the defrosting process to make sure that the meat is not getting warm and it is defrosting slowly. Once defrosted, either cook it immediately or put it in the refrigerator until it's time to cook. Now you know. Grow food, eat local, gain freedom. Until next time.